Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of They Zeit Be Giants. I'm your only trend. I'm not your only trend, but I'm a little glowing trend. Uh, I feel like we've done both of those before, yeah. but I love it. But have love you it. Zeit is unfair. <laughs> is that from Daria? Isn't that from the the theme song of Malcolm in the Middle? Isn't that by They Might Be Giants? Oh, that's what it is. Yes, I don't know no, I it maybe. I yes, don't no. know. Yeah. Probs. Uh, anyways, thank you to Johnny Davis for just keeping chur- churning them out. Uh, we are here like a, to tell like the people Amish what's trending. Dairy farmer. Am I right? Uh, uh, I'm gonna go. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just end it right there. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. And be kind to each other. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, we're thrilled to be joined uh, for this episode of the Trending Zeitgeist by super producer Anna Hosnier. Hi. What's up, Anna? Oh, you know. Hi. Living my best you core know. life. Wow. Oh I have a uh, FOGO now. Fear of going out. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. what I heard. I heard that's the new thing. Yeah, you, you should have Fogo because you, uh, you're the one person I've seen who gave themselves a haircut and it looks really good. You, yeah. you did a good job. I've to seen the some point, bad I, haircuts. I'm not going to yeah. say anything, mm. but yours is a good one. I, I remember I pressed you when I noticed you had a haircut because it looked so good. I thought like this fool went to a salon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you know somebody's been going to the salon. No, putting in work in the mirror. I just I have one hair like an A line bob. I know how to cut. Um, that my hairstylist of like fifteen years taught me how to do, and so that's my go to cut when I need to cut it myself. Love to see it. Love to see it. Thank Give you. a man a fish. He'll eat for a day, teach a man to fish, and they will never have to come see you again. <laughs> well, Bad yeah, move so by your hairstylist. So break that fucking fishing pole and tell them there's a bunch of monsters That's what I'm there. saying. Oh, okay. uh, We were talking about uh, a bunch of tripping shows, a bunch of shows about tripping. Uh, not a bunch, two. Uh, but you guys were talking about one I didn't know and figured might as well share it with the Zeit Gang. You're saying there's a, a new show where people take you through their trips? Uh, it's a documentary. It's called Have a Good Trip. And it's um, it's about, you know, whatever, two hours, hour, half long. But um, it's a bunch of famous people like Sting, Carrie Fisher, Nick Kroll, um, you know, Paul Shear, just a bunch of fo- like comedy and Anthony like Bourdain. Yes. Anthony Bourdain, a lot of uh, comedy and just like, you know, fun actors or personalities. Uh, and they, yeah, they Sting, share the most fun. No, he's actually the least Ugh. favorite of the group. <laughs> uh, but Ugh. yeah, they share stories like Sarah Silverman. They share stories of themselves, like tripping on acid. And I, it's kind of like guided with by Nick Offerman, who's playing like a scientist character. Um, but then they also have reenactments played by different actors as well. So it's it's pretty fun. It's like almost like a drunk history in a way, but for tripping. For the acid trips. Yeah. Oh, that's thing, cool. Sting just, I'm like. I like Sting's music. I don't look to him and be like, oh, Sting is so fucking wavy, you know? Like, oh. And then when you're like, <laughs> this dude, what did you say his, tri- what was his trip? Like, it was almost 1% or yeah, bullshit? It was like he wanted to try peyote, so he was like, so I flew down to Mexico City, like, it's that easy, and um, just, like, hit up a peyote cult and, like, asked to be initiated, <laughs> and then, like, had to take a bunch of peyote and climb a mountain blindfolded, and then had deer's blood no, poured on no. him. Like, all this stuff where you're like, what? See... 
that's just like some I don't when I hear that I'm like no that's some some narc mm-hmm. shit man the people who was really in the game they was doing trips before they had money because they yeah. were just surviving their own psyches like and trying to expand their minds and shit the first time I did if he wants to do peyote like me the first time I did peyote I took what I thought and was told was peyote mm-hmm. and was not and I had a terrible terrible time yeah uh, but. You know, salute till the. Did it, it was still psychoactive. It just wasn't the type of psychoactive you were looking for. Yeah, it was like it, it was definitely not uh, like when I I took a photo and showed it to someone who like actually deals with psychedelics. They're like, mm, this looks like some kind of awfully treated like mushroom thing. I don't know. Yeah, sir. I had I a, a similar experience where like a close family friend I went to college with gave me something and he was like, it's either peyote or mescaline. You'll only find out if you try it. And I was like, well, what is it? And he's like, I don't honestly remember. And I right. was like, oh, oh God damn it. But I took it and. um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> and here I we are. Yeah. <laughs> I the best advertisement for mescaline I ever saw as a kid was in the Matrix when, like, that first scene where Neo is Mr. Anderson. And he gives that guy the disc, and he sees the woman's white rabbit tattoo. Mm. He's like, you know, ever have that feeling where you don't know the difference between the real world and a dream? And the guy's like, yeah. It's called mescaline. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, dude, fuck, <laughs> some Matrix shit. Yeah. That's drug anyway, taking. Yeah. And then you find yourself talking to a homeless man for 45 minutes about nothing. And then you're like, oh, I'm high. <laughs> and that's that's drugs. <laughs> Midnight Gospel is another kind of trippy show from, uh, I think, The Adventure Time. It's Duncan Trussell. And then Dunkel Tr- Duncan Trussell's Dunkle. Pod- <laughs> basically It's basically Dunkel Trussell's uh, <laughs> podcast animated to... Yeah. Like have really psychedelic things going on, and it just fe- it's it's pretty cool. It, it definitely feels like some things that I have dreamed when I had a fever. Uh, it's like his alternate I remember universes. F- My first introduction to Duncan Trussell was when he was on um, Drunk History, and mm. I didn't know who he was as a comedian, but I saw, and he had one of the most violently ill drunk histories. Like the way mm. he was just like floored from how drunk he was. It was like. Oh, Dunkle. <laughs> Dunkle Trussin. He's, he's uh, really I guess great. we should talk about what's trending. Yeah, he, he's very yeah. cool. Like, he's very, uh, and he has, also has a really great voice to listen to. Yeah, can I tell you they're a quick Duncan? and high pitched. Can I tell you a quick Duncan Trussell uh, story? So, he used to come do my live shows back in the day. And one time we were doing like a stylized one where it was about Y2K. And I was like, yeah, if you want to play a religious figure, like a pastor or whatever. And he's like, yeah, totally. And he shows up in a full Pope outfit, like a, the full, like beautiful robe, <laughs> huge hat. Like I'll find photos and post them. But we were all like, oh, you, oh, okay, yeah, With the sure. Pontiflex. <laughs> yeah, like, and we were all like, okay, sure. If you want to be the Pope, like, and he's like, yeah, I, I showed up. <laughs> we were like, that it works. But it was just really funny because it was also a gorgeous outfit. Like I was like, yeah. oh, you came through. It's a seven hundred dollar a day rent. We're <laughs> <laughs> like Pope we cannot reimburse. To this day, I think the funniest like thing that we don't acknowledge is a joke, but is pretty silly. Like just yeah. the fact that the the Pope hat exists, that somebody was just like, "Yeah, I gotta have the biggest hat." <laughs> what do we? I, need? I wrote we a need- sketch for cracked about it before we need a uh we need more like people to like troll him in the vatican they're like yo look at that fucking hat get (laughs) that shit off man you look stupid as fuck bro (laughs) and he'll be like oh Uh, 
Maybe it is oh, like yeah, yeah, acting like impressed by it. Just be like that hat. I just want wow. I don't know Pope Pope trolls Pope hecklers for the hat. I don't know somebody. Just uh, never forget him slapping that woman's hand away who wouldn't let go of him. Remember that? Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like get your goddamn hand off me. She said, "God damn, Pope." <laughs> well, get your goddamn of hand off me, Hope. Smacking a uh, red lobster is trending, and it's due to an altercation. A Peak Becky moment, if you will. Peak Karen energy uh, at this yeah. point. Old, uh, there's a, you know, again, on Mother's Day, there was a lot of people getting takeout. And this particular Red Lobster, there was just a video filmed outside. That's why it's it's going viral of this woman. She's like, she's. it starts off with her being pushed out of the restaurant by the employees. And uh-huh. she's like, no, I need my money. I want my money. And they're like, we're going to give you your money. Just get the fuck out of the restaurant. We don't want you in here. You're making right. a scene like I get you've been waiting, you're stressed or whatever. And this one woman's like trying to keep her out. And then this other this this other woman takes a swing at her. Some shit pops off. But then you hear all these other people in the back, like crowing at the employees of this Red Lobster. Like it's not hard enough to be mm. working right now. They're there being like, I've been waiting for three hours for food. First of all, right. if you were waiting, what's your dumb ass doing waiting there for three hours? If it's that important, you can just say, I need a refund. I'm out. Yeah. But I think they, this, this crowd particularly looks like they got off to seeing these mostly what look like people of color working this uh, this Red Lobster. And I think they were just being like, oh, now I get to yell at people who are already stressed out in working conditions that are unsafe. Now I want to add to that my, where's my fucking Cheddar Bay Biscuits bullshit are right. not bad nonsense. So you know, it's it's just another moment, uh, another snapshot in the tension in this country. Mm. The Karen figure is the one who throws the first like wild punch. The other person oh seems yeah. to be trying to get them out of the Red Lobster. And get it out. just sucks to see like the other employees try and restrain the their coworker who was struck by this woman. <gasps> yeah. It sucks because like. In the street, you'd be like, "Yep, you know what? There you go. Yeah, do your thing. There it's it a is. fair one. Yeah, it's one, we want a one on one. But it's like you can see the way her coworker was trying to like look her in her eyes and be like, "Please don't, please don't, please don't." Like uh, right. the stakes are so much larger, even larger than this white woman disrespecting them. Uh, right. It's you know, it's like, ugh. Anyway, this that's why anyway, all Red this Lobster. for Red Lobster, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All this. I mean, Red Lobster is pretty delicious. Sometimes. Yeah, I should go but check hey, out a Red Lobster. The, the Cheddar Bay Biscuits, they've been hacked that menu already. You can mm. make them at home. You know what I mean? Really? So Yes, sir. What is it, Bisquick yes. and Cheddar? I, I don't know, man. It's some Bay. Some Bay? <laughs> Throwing some Bay? And some Bay. Some uh, dirty Bay water. Some Bay. I don't know. Some Old Bay. Some Tampa Bay. So Paul Manafort and Michael Flynn are both trending, uh, probably yeah. for good reasons, right? Because they were brought to justice and the everything is right in the justice world. Justice prevailed. Well, it's kind of like a flip-flop where on one hand, Paul Manafort is out of prison right now. He has been released because white, Yay. because man, because I love Trump and I have secrets that will damage him. Um, oh, so he I was released. Trump. Trump <laughs> yeah. loves me. I will fake having COVID-19. Oh. Um, so he's been uh, sent home to do his like prison sentence from his house. But the thing is, like, you know, the DOJ was like, yeah, you know, we got to look at cases and people who are vulnerable. Like there are f- federal penitentiaries like in Lompoc in L.A. and uh, like in the area in Southern California 
um, where there are cases of COVID where they're not being so hospitable to these people. The facility Paul mm. Manafort's in, there's not even reported cases of COVID in there. So it just like adds mm. insult to injury on top of like, I think there were other standards. Like if you had already served a majority of your sentence or had less than 18 months left to serve, you could be released. He didn't even meet those guidelines. So again, it's just like some nice shoulder rubbing from the Department of Justice. And then that brings us to Michael Flynn, who we, we talked about how the DOJ dropped their case against Michael Flynn, even though he had confessed twice. Um, <laughs> right. And the judge basically was like, oh, no, not so fast. Uh, basically, what he's doing is allowing amicus briefs or outside groups to file uh, like their you know arguments against uh, Michael Flynn. Um, so the judge is trying to slow that process down uh, at a minimum. But yeah, that's where that's where the Michael Flynn case is. So a judge at least said, da, 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 but we'll see what happens there. So is this a different judge? This is a conflicting judge who's coming I think, in? no, it's the judge presiding over the case. Like, so once Got they it. heard, they're like, okay, that's your deal, then took a second. And the next point was like, okay, well, I think there may be other people who may want to uh, not want to drop this case and may want to actually uh -huh. see this thing out. And then finally, we have wow. uh, something that I think a trend that I think we're all involved with. We're all guilty of uh, tweeting, and that is hashtag subpoena Obama. It's yeah. Obamagate. It's the biggest uh, political scandal of all time. Uh, it, it puts Watergate to shame. It makes Watergate look small. Uh, these are yeah. all things Trump has said uh, while being nonspecific about what Obama did. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's stupid. This is just like about like, how, do, how dare President Obama as president figure out what person, what may have been doing kissy face with the Russians, uh, to subvert our electoral process. And I think that's like, yeah. how did he, what did he do? <gasps> and right, again, right, Obama's right. just been back in the news because he'd, you know, white America hates to hear a man of color's opinion on what Trump's doing. But he was like, this is a, this response is basically not good. And McConnell's like, yeah. he just shut his mouth. Um, did he really? Keep, yeah, yeah. You keep his mouth shut, shut. I believe. His... Keep his mouth oh shut. I believe was God. the thing. Wow. Because they so they know like insulting. it set Trump off. That's why he's like think about Obama. All this shit. It's just fucking. It's just so messy and dark and not addressing what's actually happening right now. That it's just really odd. Um, and the other thing was like uh, people in the White House like Trump. Uh, Obama left. Oh, Trump with no way to to deal with a plan, a pandemic like what just no nothing empty cupboards and they're like he literally left like a sixty nine page or seventy page playbook on how yeah. to handle a pandemic right. in the United States and they're like just fucking I don't know just an they're, entire they're, again this is like anything and uh, yeah yeah doesn't matter and then that's why now like the crusade from the right is against the CDC uh, because Fauci and Burks are. Getting too close to the truth. Although it seems like Burks Whoa. is kind of going along with helping alter the numbers at the CDC, which is a little disheartening to hear. Yeah. All right. Well, this is not the best timeline of all the possible timelines we could be living in right now, but <laughs> it is the one we have. So uh, here we are. Glad to be uh, traveling down this timeline with you guys. And uh, listeners, be kind to each other. Wash your hands. Stay inside. Do your part. Do Support small businesses. Support small businesses. There you go. Uh, and we will be back tomorrow with a whole new podcast. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Au revoir. Bye.